0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Cardistry Talk. This is episode 40 and today I'm joined by Jason Chong. You may know him from Instagram, probably that's where you know him from, maybe YouTube. He has the account Cardish Tries and has some really experimental, great Cardistry. And I'm super happy to have Jason on the show. Jason, thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Just starting out with the creative process, which is something I've gone over with pretty much everybody I've interviewed because it's just such a broad and unique topic. If you sit down to create a move, um, what's kind of the process or does it change for for everything you do?
1: Okay, so like recently my process says, usually it's different every time, like it depends on um, the type of move. Like if I'm creating something that's emotional based, if I want like to express how I feel, then it's more like like just purely instinct um, where I latch on to certain um, emotions I feel and like how I feel about a certain movement um, it's, like, okay, so, like, with, like, something that's more, like, like, um, the move disorder, basically, like, use, like, some forms of, like, almost symbolism, where, like, I feel like this kind of symbolizes this, and then I'll put that in, and that's, like, for that more experimental thing, but lately, okay, lately, most of my creative process tends to be, I come up with a name, or, like, something I want to name a move, actually, and then I try to make something that's, like, kind of rep, resembles that because just because I want to make something that I'm passionate about so for example like a move recently I wanted to name is um it's a newer move like that I haven't showed yet it's I call it VV and it's literally just named after an anime I like so then um how I go about like making that move is okay VV okay the something that sticks out to me about the word VV is there's two V's in it okay I'll just make something based on the structure of a V. And the show's about AI robots, so I'll have something kind of mechanical, robotic, and and then for me, like, having something like that just makes me more motivated to actually make the move, because I feel like nowadays a lot of moves are just, like, kind of forgettable and, like, like or even the moves, I mean, like, the moves I make nowadays, like, I feel like if I were to just, like, pick a random mechanic and then just expand on it, it feels like it's just, like, kind of this, like, random thing I found on accident and doesn't feel like something I'm, like passionate about, or passionate about, I guess.
0: So, that's kind of interesting. I know the only, another person I've heard say, like, they'll pick a word and kind of make a move based over on it, is Beckett Beale. He's tried to, like, base his, some of his move, like, he's, I think he said sneaky was one of the words, like, if you made a move that was sneaky, like, what would it look like? One thing that I really love about you and your style is, I mean, you call it experimental, but what I love about it is that you're trying to convey emotions a lot of times, which is something we as an art form, don't do a whole ton when it comes to the moves itself, maybe with the video editing, but not really with the moves itself. Um, I mean, especially with Disorder being the obvious, like, kind of stand out in that kind of aspect. Um, What is it about, like, conveying emotion that you like through Cardistry?
1: I think, to be honest, the main reason why I do it for, like, through Cardistry is that, I don't feel like I'm good enough through other art forms to do it and that's why I feel like picking Kartri, so I don't feel like um I'll be judged as harshly. I feel like that's probably why like cuz like I feel like from a technical standpoint I don't think my my like art or video skills is like really up to that tier where I feel like people will be considered like I don't know. And like for carstre I feel like I can innovate something new just cuz it's such a new art form. I think you generally just need to know like what type of journey you're going to try to take your move, and then you try to um, express that in a card. So, like, disorder, like, the idea was that I wanted something that felt like a panic attack, almost, (laughs) if that makes sense. Um, So, basically, how I went about it was that, okay, I need to make something that resembles or gives me that feeling of that. The most concrete way I can explain it is, like, through, like, symbolism and just, like... I guess I can give an example, like... Like, something like this, like, is, like, kind of really tense. And using, like, certain finger structures, you can get across a certain feeling. Like, uh, I'll just do my move, or, like, this part. Like, this part, like, symbolically, this is, like, these two are locked, almost. And you kind of get this feeling that it's all very tense, and with, like, these clips. And then I try to, like, kind of, like, continue that energy until, like still locked and I kind of want to still keep that locked feeling. In the end, they kind of like pierce and it's like this kind of like piercing, really raw feeling that I'm trying to get across.
0: And then your post for that move too, like most moves you try to end kind of like how you started, right? You put, have the, the base packet in your hand, but at least for the post that you did, you ended with it all kind of falling on the ground, kind of like, like you said, some additional symbolism there, which I think is really cool. Cause we're always locked into. Um, you know, having just the packet start and having the packet end. So I mean, the fact that you created something that breaks a ton of rules, but still works thematically, I think was really interesting. I'm I'm like, I remember when I first saw that move, I was like, it was like, for me, it blew my mind, because it was so different from everything else that was, that's being created at the moment. Um, because the goal almost was not to show like composure and like calmness, which most moves people are trying to like display, like, here's a really awesome display. Here's a really awesome movement. And I can do it super easily because I'm not going to show emotion. Whereas you like showed a ton of emotion and it still worked. So I just want to say like, great job on that and like bringing that into execution, I guess. And then something that you do, um, you've talked about a lot as well is trying to keep a theme throughout a move. What's kind of the importance of that in respect to to the types of moves that you make?
1: I feel like my idea of theme is a little bit different than a lot of people. I think a lot of people think of theme as, like, repeating, like, an idea, like, again, again. But I like to think of it as, like, you have, like, this general idea of a theme and you're kind of exploring around it. So then you got a bigger idea of what more it connects to. Like, an example is, like, I can just show, like, Elastic Heart. Like, there's this, like, kind of, like, theme of, like, how everything's, um, kind of, like, surrounding the center of the move, I guess. If that makes sense. Like, all the movements are surrounding the center, and it kind of expands on that idea throughout. Like, there's not, like, this one mechanic I am, like, just repeating or, like, changing upon. It's, like, this idea that everything's surrounding the center, and, um... And then, like, exploring what ways I can create movements that still connect to that theme, I guess. And that's how I go about themes, I think.
0: For you personally, too, I know I said that, you know, Disorder was my favorite move. Do you have a favorite move that you've made? Yeah, it's
1: definitely Disorder for me, because I think it means a lot to me. And But I think Close Seconds are, um, it's between Elastic Heart and Shell. I like those two a lot. I also like Shell because I don't know if you know the story behind Shell. It's kind of a stupid joke. <laughs> or not even a joke. It's just me being kind of just sad boy. But I was just like, yeah, I'm going to make a move uh, called Shell because um, I felt like I was a shell of my former self. And and then I just made it inspired off of Clam Shell by Aslan. And I think it was Seashell by Tobias, like an old move. And, and then <laughs> that's how the move came to be was like, all because I felt like kind of down on myself, which is kind of a funny margin.
0: So one thing I do want to talk about too, um, I know this is something you put a lot of effort into, I- I'm assuming is the Carter neurotyping chart concept theory, which is a lot to say, even just saying the name. Um, but, but what was kind of, um, if you want to get into like the nitty gritty of it, kind of how it became.
1: Okay. So the funny thing is that this chart, um, was actually inspired by, um, an anime YouTuber. Weirdly enough, this all came, all started because I saw this anime YouTuber come up with this neurotyping idea. I was like, okay, what if I were just to, like, apply this to Cartree Really dumb idea, but I'ma do it. Um, so I ended up spending, um, like a year or something trying to recontextualize and put this into, like, a tree context. And then, um... Basically, I spent, like, a good, like, few months just, like... I originally had, like, maybe, like, 150 cartuses. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to, like, organize them in a way that I feel like feels right. And then eventually, um, I got rid of, like, most of it because it was just hurting my head. It was just too much to process. And, um basically i noticed that i really needed to define these terms more clearly for myself because um it worked in like because like when like when i saw the original person's like youtube video about this it was like in terms of for characters and that's a little different in terms of for like car street so i had to really understand like what would this mean in like a car street context and, like, what is, like, impressionistic, and what is, like, lexical in, like, a Karshi context, and I think that was really difficult, and I guess, like, recently, I've noticed that, like, I might have to, like, wait on this, like, entire project, because, like, I found that, like, I think Karshi isn't developed enough to have, like, a, like, a lexical understanding of because, like, by lexical, I mean, um, like, um, like an organized language almost and I feel like the issue of car streets because it's so young like I can't like really like concretely define that if a person is thinking in an organized way or like organized language and that was what was really making it confusing for me is that sometimes I didn't know if a person like was really like thinking um like with large gaps in between their thoughts or if it was just like, I don't know, there's just a lot of uncertainties because of that.
0: What do you think you kind of um, land under yourself? Like what kind of category would you consider yourself as a cardist?
1: For me, I'm definitely on the upper left. Like I'm in the analysts type of section, which is definitely more like very like organized and just like the way I think is based on a lot of rules, and that's what that section, like, the top um, left is mainly, is people that think with, like, use a lot of rules and also um, focus a lot on the details and complexity. Like, Cardis's like, Leo and Oyster are some examples of just, like, around that area. But I think the entire, like, chart is helpful for, like, kind of understanding, like, the different ways a person can, like, think to create a move and... I think that's where it's helpful or for me, at least, um, I've learned about like how the different ways, like, I didn't understand how Carter thought for a long time, like, how is that even like a process? Cause he just thinks instinctually and that just never made sense to me until like when I was like trying to get to understand these different processes.
0: Yeah. Is there any category or kind of, um, zone in your chart that you wish you were leaning a little bit more towards than you are right now?
1: I think I generally like where I am right now. Um, but or actually originally I was very like I was very much like a bottom like left person, so that means that I am like very like very extremely rule-based and entire and I wanted to basically portray like a very like straightforward like idea. And that's like if you look at some of my older moves like Astral or Basil, like Astral is like really just it try, like the entire idea is that there's two connecting packets and it goes left, right, left, right, left, right. Like through the entire move. Like that's like all there is to the move. And that's all kind of what I wanted to portray. And then like as I developed, I wanted to convey more. And then I kind of got more complex. And then only recently um, I was able to um, instinctually create more. And that's what led me to disorder. Like if I didn't become more understanding of like how to create like through instincts, then disorder would have never happened, I don't think, or I just wouldn't be able to create it because I didn't understand how to create like that.
0: One thing I do want to talk about too, and I know it's something that you've kind of like talked about and clearly shown passing on just from talking right now is anime. Um, so I was curious if you had any anime recommendations for, uh, people that are in cardistry that maybe need like a gateway anime so if you have any suggestions for that and then maybe anything that you like right now if you want to talk about
1: i guess like gateway suggestions i'd say like one punch man is pretty good it's a uh, really um easy to get into it's like satire on superheroes i think vinland saga is a really good one to get into it's like pretty historical and it kind of sh- shows you like a pretty dark story if you're into like pretty dark gory stories that's a good one currently airing i'm a big fan of vv recently came out it just finished recently it's really good i think it's anime of the year that's my opinion <laughs> but yeah it's about it's like about ai robots and that type of deal it's
0: pretty cool i know for me i've like i haven't watched anime in a couple years just because i kind of got i watched too much basically and i kind of got sick of it But for me, I think uh, my favorite anime and like the one I recommend to everybody is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Like that's one that I really enjoyed and I feel like most people could get into. I also love One Punch Man. I haven't seen Vinland Saga, but I know I've heard that's good. Have you ever found that like anime has crossed over into your cardistry? Whether it be like themes or obviously you said you kind of got the neurotyping idea from an anime YouTuber. But have you ever seen like that hobby mix in with your cardistry?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it has mixed in, like, I definitely have some moves that are, like, even named after anime. Oh, Anahana. Anahana is, like, literally named after the anime Anahana, and it's, like, a flower, which is basically what the name of the anime is about. (laughs) Or, like, it looks like the flower in Anahana, so that's a cool type of neat, like, moment in it.
0: I know in the past you've said you've had issues with, kind of, like, blocks of creativity and such, do you have any ways that you found that you can get over that personally that you would recommend to other people
1: i guess like just making things that you're passionate about and that for me that keeps me going and just like having moves like based off things you like um shows you like or just like just think feelings that you're feeling currently just making moves based off that i think just makes it the experience like way more meaningful because like i've noticed like before when i was just mainly creating mechanically I kind of felt like this was all pointless, and it doesn't have to feel like that, um, in my opinion. And it could be based on just things that, like additional things, and it just makes the experience more fun, in my opinion. And,
0: and one thing I've noticed too is like if you are feeling like a block, sometimes like stepping away from cardistry is is a really good thing to do. And I know that's what I've heard a lot of other people say as well, um, is stepping away from cardistry and kind of giving yourself some time to digest other mediums, whether it be anime, or soccer, or whatever people do, um, go to other activities that you like, and then kind of you'll naturally get some inspiration from those things. So when it comes to creating, I know you've done a lot of competitions in the past, um, a lot of the smaller ones, and you've entered Fontaine trials this year, etc. What do you think about competition in cardistry or just in art in general
1: so my opinion has actually definitely changed about competitions like i used to enter a lot of competitions because it's like an extra external motivation to get you creating a lot i think it's good like to do it like starting out but right now at like my stage of cardistry i feel like um that only kind of rushes my process a bit and it doesn't like um I don't know, because, like, most of the moves I put out now, like, they take a long while to create, to be honest, and I think they're worth it. I just feel like it doesn't do justice to the move, like, putting it in a competition to be, like, almost forgotten. I just don't think it's, like, worth it anymore, like, for me personally, and, like, I generally, I feel like if I were to spend, like, the amount of time I usually create these newer moves, I wouldn't have enough moves to put into the competition and... Um, usually in competitions, it's about like having the, it's about, um, it's also
0: about like quantity. And I think that's one thing you see too, with like some of the people that have won the competitions, like bars and stuff like that, they've been saving for years, like a ton of years. And then you also have people like Greg, who's entered in the Fontaine trials this year, like he takes years to make moves, but he's finally at the point where he can like compete now because he has enough content now with a competition how they're structured, at least right now is you have to have a ton of moves and they have to, for the most part, be new. There's like such a focus on having new stuff, which I don't know if that's great for the community, cause then we're like locking off content until it's competition time, instead of revealing that stuff early and having people grow on that concept. Um, that's something I've thought a lot about is whether or not like saving moves is a good thing or not in the long run but it is really interesting.
1: I, like, get kind of attached to my own moves, and I, like, I don't know, a lot of my moves mean a lot to me, so, like, I definitely put a lot of time into it, and putting in a competition for it to be, like, somewhere lost in a video, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right.
0: How long does it usually take you to take a move? Because it sounds to me like you, you think out the moves a lot and really give it a lot of time to simmer. Okay, it's, like, actually
1: varies, like, so much. It can take, like, anywhere from, like, maybe, like two or three days like even a long move it can even take two or three days or it can take all the way till like one and a half years <laughs> like and they could be like the same length too like same length same like complexity it really depends like with disorder it all came along supernaturally like i like had an idea of like locking my fingers i've always wanted to have a move that expressed my emotion so i was like okay i can take this law concept That i've been playing around with with my fingers and then and i can insert that as like a symbolism for that and then i'll build around that and then i just kept building on that concept until i basically finished the move and that took like only like i think that took like maybe like one week or two weeks and then i already had it like finish um and then like most of it was just practicing too Um, and then you have a move like elastic heart which took me one and a half years mainly because it was just so hard to do and I've had um basically I've had this opener which is like the elastic opener which is the three packet version of it for a long time and I wanted a four packet version to make it more substantial that opener and then I came up with the idea of like surrounding the circle and then I think the hardest part was just like keeping consistent with that rule and like because I had that really tight rule on this move That made the process like kind of like i guess like convoluted and just like hard to get through because i had to make sure it always like fit under this rule and i think that's something that can um make a process way longer is that like if you have like a rule in your move that makes it pretty hard to follow sometimes and it can be kind of limiting um and i totally get when people say that
0: do you think it's more satisfying when you have a move that kind of all comes together like disorder quickly or do you enjoy moves more so that take, like, the year and a half to make, like, cart? Or do you get the same satisfaction out of them?
1: Yeah, I think I get similar satisfaction, although I would prefer it be shorter process because <laughs> um, then it would happen more often and I'd be <laughs> more happier, I guess, and I'd have more moves i like. like. Um, but I'm still cool. I still like the moves that take a long time. And I guess because I've had it for such a long time, I do feel, like, attached to it. But one issue okay one issue I gotta say is like if you once you've had it for so long sometimes you start to really doubt your move like because you've seen it so many times like it just every part of it feels like this just feels like some this is some random move I do on a Tuesday <laughs> like this is some like like I don't know like I just feel like like a, a lot of parts of it that other people might find it interesting you find it boring so you aren't sure if it's still good. Or like still like, I guess, like original or just like fresh material.
0: And since you're like one of the persons that sees it the most, you're the one that's most likely to see, like you said, the flaws in something, even if they're like little minuscule things, like there's a short dip where things slow down or like a short dip where things get too fast, or there's a one little extra card somewhere that doesn't feel right. Like you're, as the creator, you notice a lot more of that type of stuff than I think most people because one you created it and then two like you're seeing it so much more than everybody else so I definitely can kind of understand that Jason at the end of the show I like to do what I call roll out the close-up pad that's just my way of saying is there anything that you would like to promote or any last nugget you would like to leave the audience with
1: I mean you can follow my Instagram at cardistries if you didn't already know
0: as always I'll have links in the bio to Jason's stuff if you want to check it out If you know me and don't know him, Um, Jason, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you taking your time to do this. I think it was very interesting and I hope the listeners um, got a little bit of knowledge, had a little bit of fun, and we will see you guys later. It's, it's been a pleasure.